On today's episode of Watch Time, we're going to have special guest Adam Correo from Correo Designs, and we're going to be talking about how video plays an important role in your website. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Hey everyone, welcome back to our third edition of Watch Time. We're glad to have you continuing to follow us here. And we're going to dive into our topic with video and websites. So obviously a website is really important when you're developing video content. And so to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that subject, we actually have a guest today, Adam Correo. He is the owner of Creo Designs. He is a web developer, so he's going to fill us in on all things that have to do with video and your website. And whenever we have guests, we're actually going to do a happy hour edition. So just to make it a little bit more fun, we're going to be drinking a craft beer because that is something that we all have in common. So let's start by popping our tabs here on our beer and a little cheers. And then Bill's going to tell us a little bit more about what we're drinking. So ready? Should we do it on three? Sure. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. And we do encourage people, if you're listening at a, not not to judge, but if you're listening at a appropriate time, um, to drink along with us and enjoy the topic. Just don't drink and drive. Yeah, don't drink and drive. Okay, so we are actually drinking a, um, it's called Gogglefogger from Fatheads Brewery, and that's a German-style Hefeweizen, which is um, essentially it's kind of got a banana and clove note to it. It's cloudy and it's unfiltered, and it's a very big uh, beer local to Cleveland. So we're excited to be drinking this today, and uh, if you get a chance, check out Fatheads Brewery if you're in the Cleveland area or if they're in your area, and uh, they have a nice selection of stuff, so... Um, we're going to jump in now and we'll let Adam talk a little bit about who he is and what he does. So, Adam, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Bill and Kathy, how are you? Yeah, so I started Creo Designs about three years ago, um, and our main goal is creating websites that help convert. So, um, creating them around your your users, your visitors, how they interact with your site is very important, but also having a very strong design on the website is also very important to us as well. So, we work on a few different platforms, WordPress, Wix, and Shopify, um, we're very simple. We just do website design and development. So we're not a full service agency, but we help you with strictly website design and development with maintaining the site, uh, doing a full site build, making edits, whatever you need, but we're the web experts and that's what we do. Happy to be here at happy hour. And you actually have some, uh, certifications, special certifications too, right? With, with Wix and, and some of the different platforms you use. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a Wix certified partner. That's through them. Um, I'm also a Shopify partner, which is as well through Shopify. Um, WordPress, for some reason, doesn't offer a real certification from them, but I do have a third party certification um, within WordPress. So yeah, so I am certified in all the platforms that that we work in. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And I'm just curious, and I'm, I'm sure other people are that are listening to this. A lot of people are that we're talking to are dealing with using video. Do you see a lot of video being used on the websites that you're building today, or is it still kind of not quite there yet? It depends who you're working with. Um, if a company is more forward, then they will want a video. If they're just looking for something quick to put up on the on the internet, they're probably not looking for a video, but it's always something that I recommend because video is very important to display what your business is and, and how you do it. 
Great. And that actually takes us into the first question we kind of wanted to deep dive into with you. And that just is, how does video really help your website? I feel like we we talk about on the podcast a lot of different ways video plays into not just websites, but social media, email, um, as well as um, even internally for training and things like that. But I think uh, just getting more insight into how it actually plays a role in your website, how it can help, and just kind of jumping in there. Well, I think the biggest thing is that people are lazy. Your visitors are lazy on the website. And so they don't want to read, especially if you have a ton of blocks of information. They don't want to go through all that. Um, they like things to be pretty. They like images. They like videos. They like graphics. So having a video that explains what exactly you do is going to get a lot more interaction than people scrolling down your walls of text on your website. So is it is it important too, like for SEO purposes, I know everybody wants to you know, come up on Google and, and be able to be found. So does video having video on your website help with SEO? Um, so having video just by itself doesn't do too much for SEO just because Google can't really read the video, you know, what you're saying in the video. Um, having text though, along with it, I always recommend having a transcript. So um, it, if you have an about video, um, maybe, you know, put that on your about page, you have your about text to supplement what the video is saying. But if you have, let's say a vlog, on the website, I recommend having that video, but also putting the transcript below it on the same page. So Google and other search engines can read what is in the video that way by reading that transcription of the text. I'm, I'm sure most of our audience knows, but in case they don't, platforms like Wix and WordPress have really made websites user-friendly because it used to be back in the day, you had to do a lot of coding and you really had to be an expert in um, HTML and, and different codes to be able to change anything on your website, put in a picture or change text. So now with Wix and WordPress, you know, it, it is a lot more user friendly to be able to um, update your website. There's definitely times when you need a professional web developer, but from day to day, you know, it, it is easier to insert media. So how easy is it on those platforms to um, add in video and are there like any tips to doing so, you know, or, and I know you mentioned like on the about page is a good place to have your video. So how easy is it to upload videos on your website? Um, I know it depends on the platform and then also like where should people be using the video? Yeah. So for the platform, um, it's pretty easy to put it on a platform like Wix because you just click the element, install it, and it's the same same method across the board on all Wix websites. Um, for WordPress, it depends what, what theme you're using and how it works and how, how the theme builder is. Um, if you need to use code or if you need to um, just select a certain element within the theme. Um, but that just really depends on, on the theme itself and on the platform that you're using. Um, with these DIY website builders that are coming out today, like Wix, it's definitely a great platform for, for people to use and for companies to use who may not have the funds to hire, you know, a developer. Um, but at the same time, you know, you get what you pay for. So if you, if you are an expert developer then, or designer, I definitely recommend having someone at least look it over once you design it and then having them check it out, make sure that, um, it looks right, you know, for, for your visitors and, you know, mobile and everything like that. Um, in terms of placement for it, it depends what your goal is with the video. So, um, I think it's always good to have a video right on the homepage if you can, that, again, allows people just to see what you do and learn about your business without having to 
read through a bunch of different um, walls of text. Um, I know Bill likes preaching this, but making the videos short and right to the point, um, you know, you don't want a five minute video going on and on and on about yourself. You'd rather have it be maybe a minute, two minutes, but definitely the shorter, the better. So um, homepage is a good place. The about page I think is a good place. Um, I personally have a video on both of my service pages um, so people can learn more about our service and also as a testimonial mixed in as well. Um, so it just really depends on your goal and, and what you're looking to do, um, you know, with the video. Great advice in terms of, um, you know, placement and, um, actually where to put it on the website. But one thing I know a lot of people might not have a lot of knowledge about some do, some don't, but I, just out of your opinion on this third party players, I know there's stuff out there like Wistia, there's, um, oh my gosh, there's, um, Vimeo, Vimeo as yeah. well as, um, I know there's some other players that we actually used. Um, Voo Player. Voo Player, yeah. So we, we've used that a little bit. But are there any that you recommend? Do you see any benefit to using a third-party player um, for somebody that's putting video on their website? Yeah, so my number one, I guess, my number one takeaway that you guys should take away from this video is that if you can avoid it, don't embed a video directly on your website because videos are huge. They take up a lot of space and usually websites become slow because of all the large media files on a website. So that comes down to scaling your images down, but also using your video um, and having it hosted somewhere else. So even if it's just YouTube, definitely host your video somewhere else. Um, in terms of the different players there are, I know at least for price point, Vimeo is a good one because I believe they start about seven bucks a month and they can remove their branding. And again, you could host your video on a third-party service and a third-party server, and then you know just have it kind of live on your website. So I haven't you know used too many of these players because I don't really you know do too much with the video. I don't you know create the videos or anything or tell them where to live. But I always recommend that if a client is to use video, do use a third-party service, and I help them kind of do research into that. But Vimeo is usually a good one because it is such a low price point. And I guess followed up by that, because I think maybe some people might not know. My thought would be, I know a lot of people, when they do build websites themselves or they'll talk to somebody maybe that doesn't have a lot of experience, there's a lot of wants they want on a website and they don't understand the importance of the website um, loading quickly. So could you talk a little bit maybe about why it's so important and what that actually does for you? Um, well, one benefit is SEO, the search engine optimization. So having a quicker site, um, you know, search engines like to see that. Um, also for your visitors, they don't want to wait a while for your page to load. And if they do, they might get bored. They might go somewhere else. Um, if there's someone who is already interested in your brand, then they might not leave as quickly. But if there's someone, unless you're running an ad campaign and you have all these new visitors to your site, if it's not optimized for speed, you're going to lose a lot of people because they're not going to want to wait for, for the page to load. So that's why it's important when you're adding video or other images or anything else to your site to make sure that it is a properly optimized because... It is easy to add a video, but if you don't know how to add it the right way, that's where it may affect things. But the speed is very important for, I think, those two pieces, really SEO and for your visitors as well. Awesome. Was there anything else that we didn't ask about that you think people should know? Or if not, could, could you, if you had to summarize, like, you know, two pieces of advice overall for people using video on their websites, you know, what would, what would be the points that you really want to reiterate? So my first tip would be, um, again, don't host the video directly on your website. Try and use a third-party service such as uh, Vimeo, or if you want to use something free, go with YouTube. Um, YouTube does have the branding on it, but Vimeo uh, has no branding. You can 
uh, put your own colors in it, your own logo if you want. So that's a great platform to use for that. And of course, your site won't be as slow as you know hosting it directly on your website. Um, my second tip would be if you are going to vlog, um, provide a transcript as well below the video um, on your individual vlog pages. That way that Google and other search engines can pick it up and that will help with your search ranking. And I would say my third tip would be, even though we didn't really touch on this too much, uh, the ADA compliance and making sure that your site is, and you know, your video is accessible to all. Um, so if there's someone with a reading disability or who may not you know, be able to watch a video or they have a hearing disability, um, have closed captioning on your video. So again, it is accessible for, for everyone to watch. I think that ADA compliance is a really important and relevant topic. Now, can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, what does that mean? You know, if people don't have that on their websites, or could you be in legal trouble? Um, you know, why, why is that really important for, for people to incorporate in their websites now? And kind of how does it work? Yeah, so the biggest thing about that is that the goal of the act is to make websites accessible to everybody. Um, because there are people with disabilities who may not be able to access certain certain features on a website, such as you know watching a video um, if they're hard of hearing, because then you know they, they can't hear what there is. So if you have closed captioning, they can then read what's going on in the video. So the biggest thing is making sure that the elements on your site are very accessible to everybody. So make sure that the font's big enough to read, making sure that it's easy to navigate, that it's mobile optimized, um, that there is alt text behind images that way, which also helps with rankings. But um, that way, if someone can't see an image, they might have some sort of tool on their computer that goes through the images on a website and it can read what that image is about. But if you don't have any alt text on it, then um, their tool is not going to pick that up and they're not going to know what the image is about. And then it's not going to be accessible to that person. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of things to really do. A lot of these things that you should do on your site are pretty basic and most web developers should take care of it without even thinking how it is compliant because it's just standard things that you should be doing anyway. Um, but the goal of that is just to make your website accessible for all. So, um, One thing I wanted to circle back on, I know we kind of touched on it briefly earlier, but I, I wanted to talk about it in relation to something we had discussed on one of our uh, past podcasts was in terms of uh, having video on your, on your homepage. Um, we were talking about how with us, we have it at the very top of our page. And um, we believe in having a video at the top and then also having videos towards the bottom and kind of taking people down the page and giving them things to watch. But um, we were talking about our actual um, bounce rate and we talked about how we were getting people to stay on our website longer. Is that something that you've seen looking at analytics for people that have videos or can you talk a little bit about maybe bounce rate for people that don't know what that is and why that's important? Yeah, so bounce rate is essentially the people who go to your site and then leave right away without interacting with it or moving around or, or anything like that. Um, so the goal is to try and get people to stay on your site right in the first touch, right when they land. Um, I think video is engaging. And what I think is cool is not only can you have you know, a video right on your homepage, but you can make it more noticeable. You can have a play button pulsing or... Maybe it can be a GIF where you have the first few seconds of the video and someone's kind of moving around that, you know, creates more engagement, you know, with it. But, um, yeah, I think the more you can engage the the user right away, the less of a bounce rate you're going to see on your site. Um, but I like what you have on your website. And you have the unfair advantage because you are a video company, but um, you have the video testimonials as well near the bottom of your website. So you have the main information video at the top of your page, but then also down the home page, you also have a few videos of your you know previous and current clients. You know, um, giving you guys some reviews and 
I think it's very good for visitors to see because, you know, it's not just some written testimonial that anyone could have wrote. It's your client sitting down. You can see their emotion, you know, really praising your company. So that's, I think, good to have if you can do it. And the one thing, too, that I, I know that um, some of the features on our site use this, and this is maybe something for um, some of our listeners to keep in mind, and uh, they might not know what it is. And I don't even know if this is the correct term, but I, I know uh, Lightbox, like using something like that, where maybe, I don't know if that would help their speed of their site, maybe if they have a lot of videos that they're trying to call up, like instead of having all these links on the page that they can click and then, or embedded links, maybe they actually can click like an image and that light box kind of pops up. Is that mm -hmm. something that they should consider or is that something that's? Yeah, and that's something I usually recommend um, that actually, you know, I, I did with Bill's website and with Flexmia's website was on their portfolio for, for the video section. Um, instead of just embedding all the videos directly on the website, we created those light boxes we made pop up. So um, basically the way that works is you see screenshots of the videos and once you click it, it doesn't play the video directly, but it opens up a pop-up on the website that then shows that video where people can click and watch the video. So essentially when the page loads, it's only loading those images and it's not loading a bunch of videos where, again, even if those are hosted on a third-party service like YouTube or Vimeo, um, it, those still take time to, to load and you're going to see a, you know, less of a loading time with small images and thumbnails than you're going to see with those embedded videos. So um, it's better to have those, if you're going to have a bunch of videos on one page, to have a thumbnail or to have a screenshot of it or some image where people can click and then have the video pop up. That way the video only loads when it's called, when it is popped up, not not right away when the page loads. Okay. What is your favorite Fatheads beer? Fatheads beer. The problem is I like too many of them. They have a lot of them. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm going to give, I'm going to give what I would say is a rare one. Um, I had an Imperial Mexican hot chocolate stout from them um, around wintertime, which was a limited run, and I hope I see it again, but it was very full-bodied. It was very chocolatey. Uh, there's a little bit of a spice to it, and it was probably one of my top beers, but it's very elusive because I've never seen it before. I'm, I hope I see it again. <laughs> but um, the beers that run often, I do like Goggle Fogger. That's a good one, the one that we're drinking right now. Yeah, it's, it's a classic, and they actually just started canning it. Yes. this year mm -hmm. um so that's very exciting but yeah I, I don't know you know a lot of people may not realize you know we're in cleveland ohio but it actually did start in pittsburgh mm -hmm. and um then they've really expanded in cleveland and um we're really we're really close actually to one of their newly built beer halls so we spend a lot of time going to fathead mm -hmm. so well, not to mention we're doing videos for them too. Yeah, so we're doing that, videos for them. That helps. So yes, that does help. So I mean, they're the way, always coming out with a bunch of different flavors. I mean, the way I see it, it's just market research for you guys to figure out what beers to bring on this on this podcast. <laughs> right. So, so it makes sense to go there all. That way, it's right off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, we, we do do a lot of work while we're there. That's that true. true. Yeah. Do uh, outside of Fatheads, is there any other beers? Because now that we're uh, we're putting this on and we're having these happy hours, we're going to try and get some other beers. From the Cleveland area um, on the show, is there any other beers outside of Fatheads that you really like you think we should bring on? What will make you come back? What will yeah. make me come back, yeah. Well, any beer will make me come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely try and keep it local. Stick to the Cleveland scene. I think that's cool. Um, find one-off beers. One-off beers or seasonal beers. I think those would be cool. Um, you see a lot of those in wintertime with the Christmas sales. But, um, yeah, I would say find one-off. I like Great Lakes. I like their, um, their white ale. Um, Holy Moses. They also have a raspberry Holy Moses, which is seasonal, which 
they don't have right now, but I'm patiently waiting for it. <laughs> so that's a good one. Um, so yeah, that's, that would get me back pretty quickly. We definitely do have to do Great Lakes. I feel like that's probably one of the most popular ones in, in the area that even people outside of Ohio enjoy. Most well-known. I, I think they're distributing down to like, uh, I have a family that lives in uh, Virginia and they're down in Virginia. So I think that's pretty decent for going that far. Yeah, definitely. Um, so outside of the craft beer, Adam, is there anything that like, if people want to find you, like where's a good place that they can go and learn more about you? And if they want to hire you to do some websites or get some more advice from you? Yeah, well, I'm usually one of two places. I'm either usually at my office here in Parma working, or I like to uh, go to coffee shops and work. So there's one you'll find me at, at a coffee shop a lot doing some work. But um, yeah, usually here in Parma, um, you've got my contact info on my website um, at CorreoDesigns.com. Take a look there, check out my portfolio, um, see what we do. But yeah, I'm usually just phone call or text away. So other than those tips that you just gave us, is there um, any places that uh, any of our listeners can go maybe to learn some more? Is there like a specific place, whether it be, um, I know YouTube, there's a lot of videos, but is there a website that like you guys go to to try and learn a little bit more? Anything like that? Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works too. Yeah. No, I mean, it depends, you know, if they're looking for more information on it. Honestly, Google is just a good place to start putting what you're looking for. Um, it depends on, on, on the platform. You know, Wix has a good blog. Shopify has a good blog. Um, WordPress doesn't really have their own in-depth blog, but um, there's one called WP Beginner, which is a pretty good one um, that has a lot of tutorials and things like that that might be able to help you out. Um, you know, we're always doing new things. We love trying to do new things for our clients. And so that might involve learning uh, new pieces of code or new ways certain plugins you know, on WordPress can work together or, or whatnot. So yeah, we're always doing research and usually Google is the first place we go to, to um, see that if we have an idea. And what's great about what we do is we can do literally anything we want. So usually, you know, we'll, we'll draw something. My designer and I will, will create a concept and we know that we literally can do anything we want with the website. So even if it's something we've never done or something just totally crazy, um, we say, oh yeah, it looks cool. Let's figure it out. And then let's just Google and go from there. So um, yeah, I would say that that's a good place to start. And then check out the platforms they're working on. Check out, they have a blog. Cool. Thank you. Um, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. We, uh, we promise to keep these things around 20 to 30 minutes this way. It's uh, convenient for driving, working out, things like that. But um, thank you for coming on and thank you for giving some knowledge to our listeners. And um, for everybody listening, this um, next podcast coming up, we're going to be talking about how to leverage social media platforms. So we will talk about different um, things and considerations you want to take into account when you're going to be making videos for certain platforms and what those are. And uh, it's actually a much bigger conversation, but we'll give a general overview of the platforms and we'll, of course, circle back at some point and we'll take each platform individually, maybe do some special guests and get some social media marketers in for stuff like that. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure to check out Adam's website at uh, CorreoDesigns.com. We really want to talk about topics that you guys are interested in. So please, if you have um, questions or ideas for topics, email us at info at flexmediacle.com. Um, nothing is too simple. We're, we're starting off with, you know, kind of some basic information and moving our way up into more um, advanced topics. So please email us. Um, it's likely that other people will probably have the same question. And if you do like what you hear, you can leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And um, other than that, I think cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Fatheads.
Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.